morning. It is February 21st. It's Wednesday. Uh, the quote of the day comes to you from Joseph M. Dodge, banker, government official. He lived from 1890 to 1964. And he says, What every man needs, regardless of his job or the kind of work he is doing, is a vision of what his place is and may be. He needs an objective and a purpose. He needs a feeling and a belief that he has some worthwhile thing to do. What this is, no one can tell him. It must be his own creation. And that's your quote of the day, February 21st. Have a good one. And here are your horoscopes for February 21st, Wednesday by Linda C. Black Astrology. Aries, everything seems possible, even crazy dreams. A delectable prize is within reach. Keep rules, agreements, and contract terms to succeed. Discover a profitable opportunity. Taurus, you know you can handle this. Imagine even greater success. Find the weakness in your competitor's plan. Polish your presentation. Create an attractive package. Gemini, find a private spot to make long-term plans. Speculate on personal dreams and interests. Imagine how you would love it to be. Take detailed notes. Cancer, simple touches can glamorize the proceedings. Dress to impress. You never know who you'll meet. Social participation leads to new possibilities. Leo, Consider professional opportunities against your own personal desires and ambitions. Share your dreams with someone you admire. Find a match and pursue it. Virgo, an incredible vacation, academic, or travel assignment comes into focus. A destination long yearned for seems within reach. Discuss possibilities and resolve logistics. Libra, you both are bonded by a shared dream. A lovely development puts profitable options within your grasp. Captivate and charm to win. Scorpio, together you can realize a fantasy. Make a persuasive case. Share from your heart. Follow the rules. Patiently persist for a dream come true. Sagittarius, keep practicing to grow physical health, skills, and ability. Your routine is getting easier. Friends help you advance. Walk together somewhere nice. Capricorn, the romance of your dreams begins to take shape. Imagine making a beautiful connection and set the wheels in motion. Share what you love. Aquarius, your heart is at home. Take on chores and beautification projects. Organize to reduce clutter. Find simple solutions to improve infrastructure. Create dreamy results. And Pisces, communication opens a locked door. An important connection walks in. Just talking really does help. Make promises and to-do lists work out a beneficial deal. And those are your horoscopes for February 21st, Wednesday. If you are born today, February 21st, you are generally very well-liked and inspiring to others. Others might not know just how sensitive you are as your outward personality is easygoing. A tad moody, you frequently experience restlessness on an emotional level. Many of you possess literary talents and a fine sense of humor. You have a pragmatic and organized side to your personality 
that is distinct but not always immediately apparent. Famous people born today include Irma Bombeck, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nina Simone. Happy birthday, Pisces! Today in rock, February 21st, in 1964, a New York band called The Echoes recruited a young piano player named Billy Joel. The quartet would play cover songs under the names The Lost Souls, The Commandos, and The Emerald Lords before Billy split two years later to join The Hassles. He would make his breakthrough in 1973 with Piano Man. In 1970, Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water entered the UK album chart at number one, where it would stay for 12 consecutive weeks. It would return to the top seven times, spending a total of 41 weeks there over the next two years. In the US, the LP spent 10 weeks at number one on the strength of the three top 10 singles and was the number seven album of the decade in America. That same day, that same year, Jackson 5 make their TV debut on American Bandstand where they sing, I Want You Back. In 1971, The Ed Sullivan Show dedicated the entire episode to the fifth anniversary of the fifth dimension. The group opened the show with Love's Lines, Angles, and Rhymes, and later joined Connie Stevens for a Puppet Man. They came back for the last 15 minutes of the program and sang Up, Up, and Away, One Less Bell to Answer, Stone Soul Picnic, Wedding Bell Blues, and Aquarius Let the Sunshine In. This appearance would be the group's last on the show, as the program would be canceled at the end of the season after a 23-year run. In 1976, the four seasons attained their only UK number one hit with December 63, Oh What a Night. In 1980, Janet Vogel, who sang soprano for the Skyliners on their 1959 U.S. number one hit, Since I Don't Have You, committed suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning. She was 37 years old. In 1981, Dolly Parton topped the Billboard pop chart with her own composition, 9 to 5. The record reached number 47 in the U.K. That same year, REO Speedwagon started a 15-week run at the top of the Billboard album chart with High Infidelity. Also that same year, a novelty song called Shut Up Your Face by Australian Joe Dolce topped the UK singles chart. The record has remained the most successful Australian produced single in Australian music history up to 2014. Although it stalled at number 53 in America, the song went to number one in 11 other countries, selling over 6 million copies. In 1982, disc jockey Murray the K. Kaufman died of cancer at the age of 60. Kaufman's influence on rock and roll and its audience led the Beatles to seek him out when they first came to America in 1964. In 1987, Stand By Me by Ben E. King topped the UK singles chart after it was featured in a movie by the same name. The song first became a hit in 1961. In 1990, Millie Vanilli are awarded the Best New Artist Grammy. It would take until the following November for producer Frank Farian to confess that the duo of Bab Morvan and Rob Pilatus never actually sang a single note on their recordings, causing the award to be withdrawn. In 2001, Johnny Cash is released from a Nashville hospital after recovering from pneumonia in time to accept his Grammy Award that night for Best Male Country Vocal Performance for his cover of Neil Diamond's Solitary Man. In 2007, after a Motown spokesman, had said the film, Dreamgirls, had upset several of their artists who felt the label was falsely depicted in a negative light. DreamWorks, the makers of Oscar-nominated musical, took out a full-page ad in the movie trade papers 
The Hollywood Reporter and Daily Variety, where they apologized to Motown Records, saying Dreamgirls is a work of fiction. It is also a homage to Motown. Barry Gordy accepted the apology. In 2009, an exhibit of James Brown's personal belongings opened at South Carolina State University. The collection included photos, crystal-studded suits, and even the hair colors Brown used to form his signature pompadour. In 2011, Cars announced that May 10th would be the release date for their first new album in 24 years. That same year, Boy George revealed a Culture Club 30th anniversary album and tour plans for 2012. In 2012, the Supreme Court refused to review Phil Spector's murder conviction. In 2013, Cleothes Staples of the Staples Singers passed away at the age of 78. The group placed eight songs on the Billboard Top 40 chart, including two that reached number one, I'll Take You There in 1971 and Let's Do It Again in 1975, and this is your day in rock. So a woman comes home from her doctor's appointment, grinning from ear to ear. Her husband asks, why are you so happy? The wife says, the doctor told me that for a 45-year-old woman, I have the breasts of an 18-year-old. Oh, yeah, quipped her husband. What did he say about your 45-year-old ass? And she said, your name never came up in the conversation. Okay, so here's an article about um, New York City sanitation worker. Apparently, he was retired in 2015 after 60 years and he's making $285,000 on his pension and he was actually a director of labor relations and when he was actually working he only made $128,189 a year and this guy started before July 1973 So he was enrolled in the city's most lavish pension plan known as Tier 1 and was able to uh, grow his retirement pot throughout a lengthy career. So um, I understand that they're bringing this to light and they're saying, hey, look at this. You're paying a pension that's double and what a huge burden it is. But on the other hand, you've just knocked on the door of an 86-year-old man who worked 60 years and, you know, in the private sector, that pension, which is 285000 you know, for New York City isn't really that extravagant. So I don't really know why they had to single this poor guy out and go to his house and, like, beat him up for something he did legally. If you wanted to beat somebody up, you should have talked to the New York State Pension Authority. Those would have been the people to talk to and said, who who was in here in 1973 making these decisions that people could double their salaries? But this guy's the exception, not the rule. And this isn't really what's costing New York City money because it's only one guy. And I understand that many different things, you know, many different leaks. But believe me, this guy is honestly collecting a pension. Yeah, it wasn't a great thing for the city to put a tier one together like this, but, you know, I just think this is out of line by the New York Post. And the the last line, the guy says, you know, this is fake news. And he goes, uh, wait, what does he say at the end? He says, um, 
He wouldn't break down the details of his Tier 1 deal, which is no longer available to today's city workers. Okay, so it's no longer available, New York Post. The average Department of Sanitation Pension is $49,405, according to the Empire Center. And by the way, $49,000 in New York City? Wow, that's not a lot of money. And the guy goes, you retire, that's it, he snapped before shutting the door on the Post reporter, instructing him to get an honest job. And I'm sure that the Post reporter is making more than $49,000 and not doing something as disgusting as working in sanitation. So, hey, that's my two cents. Beat up on, you know, the people that deserve it, not the workers that, you know, just collected it. It's not their fault. Okay. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye.